Hello, welcome into the official. Tonight, we are going to finally filter down all these players in the 2023 class we've been talking about. We've been talking about sleepers. We've been talking about guys we like, um, commitments, all this stuff for the last few months. And tonight, we're going to filter it all down into who would we actually take to put on our C2C rosters. So we're going to do a mock draft, 2023 freshmen, uh, myself, Matt, and David. And we are going to talk through why we picked certain players and what we expect both on the college side and in their NFL future. So no more uh, ambiguous talk about who we like and all these things. We're going to put the, the money where our mouth is and actually select these players for a mock roster. Uh, so thanks for staying with us. As always, this is The Official. Welcome in, everybody. Good to see you here. We got a full house. Matt, David, you guys ready to do some drafting? Heck yeah. yeah you know it. I mean, this is what we put all of our work into is for, for this very thing. Who are we actually going to select when the lights come on? We have to make a decision. Before we get started, like and subscribe to this video if you enjoy what we do here at The Official, talking about recruiting and fantasy and analytics and all those things and how they all roll together. And check out our home website, campustocanta.com, where we have multiple tiered subscription opportunities, uh, starting with the lowest at $2.99 per month. Articles, tools, guides, and all the things that you need to get through the college football season, whether you're just a fan who enjoys college football or you're deep into C2C and college fantasy football leagues, we have something for you. Um, and uh, so go check us out. Now, let's just get into this. The 2023. The 2023 class. We have been talking about them for a long time now. When we flipped the page in back in February after signing day, we've only really focused on 2023. We're going to do some mock drafting. So the idea here is, you know, like all C2C leagues, pretty much your team you're drafting for is going to need to start two quarterbacks every single week. Um, you also are going to need to start at least two running backs, three wide receivers, and then a bunch of flex spots. But Generally, these leagues show up like that. And you also have an eye on the NFL, right? So most NFL leagues in this format have super flex. So that's why, you know, quarterbacks are going to be pretty valuable, especially if they make it to the NFL and can contribute on your NFL roster. Uh, I think PPR should be assumed. And then also uh, Malik Benson who is a junior college uh, player coming into the class of 2023. He was committed to Alabama. We have chosen to include him. This is kind of an unusual situation. You don't usually get JUCOs going to the Alabamas, the Ohio States, and the Georgias of the world. But Benson's kind of a special case. So we've talked about him before. And we are including him in the pool to be drafted, even though he's not a freshman. Otherwise, 2023 freshman. I've got a random number generator here, boys. I will be number one. Matt will be number two. David will be number three. And I'm going to do this and see what number we get for the first pick. Number three. David, you'll have the first pick. 
Second pick is number two. So Matt's going to have two. I'm going to have the third pick, and we'll rotate after that. Without further ado, David, your first pick, the 2023 freshman draft is... Uh, I, I honestly was hoping I wouldn't get the number one pick because I think I have a feeling who everyone wants here. Um, are we bringing in strategy into involved? Because like, I kind of know who you guys like. Yeah, I mean, I think so. If you know your league, you know, that's going to be part of your strategy so, as well. So, I feel like the quarterback I want is probably going to slide a little bit. I struggle with this with this running back class quite a bit. I have one running back in my tier one. And after that, there's kind of question marks for me. So I'm going to go with uh, the running back from Texas, Cedric Baxter. He's 215 pounds. He he can hit 21.5 miles per hour. He's got good vision. And, he, you know, Texas does really well with running backs in general. So, I, you know, I'm going to go with the one, well, one running back I feel great about. I like it. Nothing wrong there. Matt, are you, are you a seething Matt right now? I know you love Baxter. No, it's fine. The, you know, I get the first quarterback I want. So, All right. So he's going quarterback. Who's it going to be? Yeah, I'll go Malachi Nelson, quarterback to uh, USC. It's just uh, such an easy pick for me because of the combination of him as a talent going to USC, going to be the heir to Caleb Williams there. Um, it's just hard to see him not excelling in that system and then going on to be you know a pretty high-end NFL draft pick, I would assume a first-rounder. He's pretty much our consensus quarterback one year, except for David still. He's still holding out tight on – Dante Moore. But, uh, yeah, I feel like it's a pretty straightforward pick. Yeah. I mean, I love that pick. Lincoln Riley is like he, – he's a Heisman wizard. He's a first 101 wizard. I mean, how many guys have come through and been, you know, either the – he had back-to-back 101s, I think, Baker and Kyler. And then, you know, Jalen Hurts is was a second-round pick who's now playing incredible – what, I mean, Rattler is the dud, but now Caleb Williams is looking like he's going to be a first-round pick and be awesome, maybe a Heisman contender. So just selecting a Lincoln Riley QB is really not a bad idea. And it's not just a college system, right? These guys are successful in the pros too. Yeah. At least Murray and Hurts for sure. All right. To me – oh, gosh, yeah, this is a good one. And Nelson is my QB one as well. So I think – that means this is difficult because um, – and uh, I guess I – guess, let's not do snake because it's too quick back and forth. So we're not going to do snake. So I've got to think two picks ahead. Who am I going to get after that? Um, yeah. Ah, uh, shoot. I'm going to go with my favorite receiver by far, Zachariah Branch. Um I just think he's, you know, I honestly, he could probably play in the NFL tomorrow. Um, not gonna, he's not going to command a wide receiver one targets probably right away. But like, I, you just watch him and he, he's ready. I mean, he, there's, there's really no concerns with Zachariah Branch unless there's something off the field that we don't know about. Otherwise, you know, I think Matt made the comparison a while ago. Kind of looks like a Waddle, Waddle or Hill, you know, in that mold that kind of quickness, that kind of acceleration, deceleration. It's what you want. And uh, so I'll take your future teammate, 
Zachariah Branch, wide receiver, headed to USC. Matt's uh, the teammate of Matt's pick, Caleb, or not Caleb, uh, Malachi Nelson. So give me Zachariah Branch, and we'll go over to David for pick. His second pick, um, fourth guy off the board will be fourth guy off the board. I'll just I'll just scoop my guy, Dante Moore. Um, I had to stick to my guns on this one. I haven't I haven't wavered on him. I still think he's he won't be as productive as uh, Malachi Nelson. You know, obviously he's going to the Lincoln Riley system, so he won't probably won't be as productive in college. But I still think like all the intangibles with him are just off the charts. And so I like him to do well in college and to transition well to the NFL. There's questions about like his mobility and arm strength. I, I don't know. I saw it in person. He seemed seemed athletic enough and seemed like his arm was strong enough. But and he's just ultra efficient. I mean, he's his completion percentage has been over 70% like every year. Um, he actually, I mean, he, he plays decent competition in Detroit. It's not amazing, but it's it's not bad at all. So uh, I just like him, and the fit at Oregon is actually he might start in year one. So I don't know what's going on with Bo Nix if he's gonna be, if he's gonna return or not, but he could potentially start in year one. So I like that too. It's a great question. I mean, I guess I mean everyone has more eligibility than you realize, and I guess Bo Nix is one of those guys. So that actually will be very interesting. I still can't imagine he's like NFL bound even after a decent season. So we shall see. All right. I was definitely between Moore and Branch. I decided to kind of let you have more than you wanted him. But uh, <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, that was a tough choice either way. All right, Matt, pick number five. Yeah, I'm going to go with Arch Manning, quarterback for Texas. Um, he's just such a safe pick here. He's got the Manning lineage, going to another good offensive system. Uh, it's probably he's probably got to wait a year, just like Malachi, you know, ride the bench uh, behind Quinn Ewers, but that's all right. He's still really high end talent, really high end NFL upside. Um, yeah, it's just you know he's Arch Manning, he's the highest rated recruit, so it's kind of an easy pick here at fifth overall. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, I was actually hoping maybe, and I'm not the biggest Manning fan, but everything that you said. Uh, I agree with. I was hoping to, to, he'd slip to me. So now the, the big QBs are off the board. So you know what? Let's just keep keep going. My 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 favorite running back is Justice Haynes. I love. There's another receiver I love a lot, but I'm going to go Justice Haynes headed to um, Alabama. I think he is a all-purpose running back. He can catch the ball. I think. Uh, his stats don't necessarily back that up, but I've seen him in camps. Um, and it's hard to say in high school. I mean, he catches some, but, it, it, you know, not a ton. But it's hard to say high school systems with that. So he doesn't have an elite trait, but he looks really good. I think he's just going to be a quality player at Alabama, and that should get him drafted in the top two days of the NFL draft. So that's my pick. Kind of a safe, safe pick there, not necessarily the elite upside pick. David, you're up for number six. All right. I'm going to go with a receiver now. I'm going to kind of – I don't want Matt to be able to stack Manning with this receiver, so I'm going to go with John Day Cook, ah. the uh, receiver headed to Texas. Um, super flexible. He can play in the slot. He can play – out. he has the speed to play outside too. 
Um, he's just an all-around good player. There's really not a whole lot of questions. I kind of question maybe like his play strength a little bit, but from what I've seen so far as a senior, he's been he, his play strength has been pretty good. And while he's like a little bit smaller, he's like five eleven and a half, one seventy. Like I, he actually has good length too to like win in contested situations. So he's got like a a six foot four wingspan as well. So, um, yeah, I think that he could be a potential first round NFL draft pick down the road, and he's going to a good, a good offensive system too. All right, that sounds good. Sorry if you can hear the dog barking in the background, but Matt, take us away. Yeah, so I'm thinking here I'm going to go with Ruben Owens running back to Louisville. Um, he's my second highest rated running back in the class. He's pretty lined up there to be a really high-end college producer. Uh, who He does have good NFL upside as well. Very good athlete. He's a good receiver. I believe he was a 2K rusher last year. I, I think was he a 1K receiver? Do you know David off the top of your head? I don't know off the top of my head. But he yeah. had really good Close, receiving he stats. Had, he had yeah. insane numbers for sure. Yeah, super productive player. Probably going to maintain that in college, and uh, good NFL upside on top of it. So I'm pretty comfortable with that pick. All right. So now that the the top three quarterbacks, and I think they're in, in kind of a, a tier of their own, are gone, we're just gonna I'm gonna fade QB for a while. Um, and my next favorite receiver, and I'm gonna take this guy here because I think that y'all will take him. Even though I have a couple guys ranked higher, I probably need to adjust my numbers there because I just feel like this guy's better. Uh, and so I think you guys probably haven't ranked higher. So I'm going to take Jurian Dickey going to Oregon. Um, just I, he's the first guy off the bus to me. I mean, he, he's just a monster looking guy. He's a big, thick, solid wide receiver with tons of yak ability. Um, we talked about him last or a couple of weeks ago, I think with the, the comparison tool um, had some pretty ridiculous high end comps. And so, I mean, the tape backs it up, the numbers back it up. He's going to a high major P5 school. I don't know. There's nothing not to like. I really like Dickey, and I'm going to take him here. David. All right. I'll go with um, – I'll go with the uh, – with a running back. I'll take Richard Young. He's going to Alabama. Uh, he's a good at, he made the freak list. He's, I think, um, 21.3 mile per hour guy, somewhere around there, 200 pounds. I mean, he just runs super aggressive. He's got a, a pretty good production profile. would like to see a little more receiving. Um, that's maybe the only knock on him, but headed to Bama, they do really well, you know, developing pretty much anyone. So, um, I think he'll be productive there. And I definitely think that I mean, day two, day two draft capital seems pretty reasonable. Yeah. Can't argue Bama backfield, guys. I mean, Brian Robinson had one good year as like a fifth-year guy and still went in the top three rounds, and apparently he's going to start when he comes back from his from his uh, recovery here. Um, Matt, you're up. All right. I have one tier one player left, and that would be Mikhail Lemon wide receiver USC 
He's joining his future teammate, Malachi Nelson, on the same team here, which is nice. Um, he was probably going to be mostly a slot guy in the, at the next level, but he can play outside a bit too. He's a really consistent guy. He can get open really easily. Good, uh, good agile mover. Uh, he can go up and get the ball. He can get open. He can uh, get plenty of yards after the catch too. So he's a pretty complete package guy. And uh, yeah, I, I really like him. All right. Great pick there. No questions asked. So I'm going to throw a curveball here at pick 12. This is technically the last pick in the first round. I'm going to go Deuce Robinson. Tight end. And, you know, it's this is not fair to compare. But I think he's like, he's the closest thing to Kyle Pitts. I mean, in this uh, in this class. I know David saw him live and in person at the Elite 11 finals and had some good things to say um just an absolute beast in terms of physical stature athleticism um i don't think he's committed anywhere yet he's a tight end if i didn't mention that uh, and you're listening for the first time here the tight end he's in that just freaky athletic 6'6 240 ish you know kyle pitts body at least um unclear if the production will end up matching but he's the closest thing to it and he's not committed yet but he might go to usc too so we're just investing heavily in the lincoln riley offense here and the alabama backfield so you know that sometimes this game is not that complicated uh college football has become very top heavy and so you can kind of mine these depth charts and uh, and get some good players so deuce robinson for me at pick 12 we enter the Second round here with the first pick in the second round. David, where are you going to go? I'm going to grab a receiver. I will take – I mean, I want an Ohio State receiver. It's just a matter of which one. Uh, they're all pretty good. I think I'm going to go with the guy that I feel the best about his floor right now, and it's going to be Brandon Innes. Um just a super solid player, you know, all around player. He Maybe he doesn't have like some um, amazing standout trait, but I, I think he's a smart player and that um, he'll do well in that system. You know, like most, most of these Ohio state guys, I just, he seems like, um, you know, a productive college player with a day two draft capital. I don't know if he has like the upside for a round one player, but I, I at least feel good about his floor. All right, yeah, that seems to be the general consensus on Lemon, kind of what you said there. You know, kind of like the Hain the Justice Haynes of wide receivers, maybe. <laughs> um, all right, so Matt, you're up next. Second pick. Let me, uh, you know, I should have done this before we started the second round. Let me just recap for everyone. Take a little, uh, a little pause here. And um, so the first pick off the board was Cedric Baxter, a running back headed to Texas. Second pick was uh, Malachi Nelson, QB, headed to USC. Third pick was Zachariah Branch, wide receiver, headed to Southern Cal as well. Back-to-back -back teammates there. Um, then we had Dante Moore, headed to Oregon. He's a quarterback uh, that went to David with the second pick of the first round. Then Matt went with Arch Manning, QB, headed to Texas. That's a name that everybody should know. And then I went with Justice Haynes, running back headed to Alabama. Um, 
David then took Jonte Cook, Manning's future, uh, you know, future receiver, uh, wide receiver headed to Texas. Ruben Owens went next, running back headed to Louisville for Matt, and he should give him outstanding college production if nothing else. But of course, uh, I'm sure there's an NFL future as well. I went Jury and Dickey, wide receiver headed to Oregon. Richard Young then went, who is a running back uh, headed to Alabama. So two running backs to the same backfield went in the first round here. Um, and then uh, Makai Lemon went to Matt here, wide receiver, another one headed to USC. So three Trojans and two Alabama players and, you know, two Texas players, three Texas players went in this first round. Pretty impressive stuff there. And then Deuce Robinson was the tight end I took, who's probably going to USC, even though we don't know it yet. So very concentrated schools taken here in the first round. And then uh, David did just start off with Brandon Innes going the second round here. Wide receiver headed to Ohio State, which brings us to Matt. Yeah, I'm going to be going with Jalen Hale here, wide receiver, Alabama. Um, he really fits that long outside. Well, he's not that long. He's 6'1", 6'2", but he plays really long. He's an outside receiver. He can go up and get it. He's a really physical guy. Uh, I think he's really good after the catch. Some people on this panel might disagree with that. One person to my left. Um, yeah, I think he just has a really good game. He could probably you know, get a bit more refined, but I don't think he's awful at that at this point. You see he has a few double move plays on his holiday tape, which is nice to see. Um, and really that Alabama wide receiver room is, you know, it's it's not as good as the rooms in the past at the very least. So there, there's an open spot there, and he has the talent to take it. You know, that's a great point about Alabama wide receiver room. Uh, it's easy to just think that all everything Alabama touches turns to gold. But, uh, you know, honestly, it's been lacking. Uh, they had – even Alabama can get lucky. I mean, I think when you talk about like four or five first-round wide receivers over the course of two recruiting classes, you know, even Alabama can't keep that up. That's just unsustainable. So – um yeah good point there and i'm gonna then take a a guy who recently decommitted i'm gonna go deandre moore one of my favorite receivers i know that um it maybe is a little bit lower a lot of people might have him a little bit lower but i think we're a little bit into the get your guy territory at this point and I have him rated very highly in the wide receiver. I think he's got tons of yak. I think he does everything really well. Um, and he was committed to Louisville, but I think he just decommitted and has not, you know, given his new commitment yet. So we're unsure where he's going to wind up. But I'm going to take DeAndre Moore, wide receiver here with this pick. David, you're up. I'm going to go with um, a wide receiver headed to Alabama as well. Um, I'm going to go with Malik Benson here. I just, I like his tape a lot. You know, it's kind of hard to gauge against the, you know, Juco competition sometimes, but if we're just looking at how he moves and stuff, like he moves like an Alabama receiver, he's super smooth. He glides. He's got top end speed. I, Mac got him near 22 miles per hour. Um, he's, he's got that size profile, like, like six foot 185. He can, he can play all around the formation. Um, I like his, I think he might hit the ground running. Honestly, I, I think he might be the top option when he, when he arrives in Al at Alabama next year. Um, so I can, I see a little bit of Jamison Williams in there, a little bit of Devonta Smith, that type of guy. We'll, we'll, you know, hopefully he 
produces uh you know year one there or i guess his third year yeah i mean that's a good point too he's in this class you know we're talking for our purposes but he will be old or you know he'll be older than 18 year old true freshman so i think expecting him to hit the ground running i mean that he should he really should he'll be you know probably pushing 20 years old or eight, 19 and a half or something by then um at least so he should really hit the ground running and he's awesome I think he's really awesome. I actually, I know I said it in the beginning, we're going to include him in the pool. And then I, I, he did slip my mind. So um, good snag there. Matt, you're up. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Jackson Arnold quarterback, Oklahoma here. <laughs> I know Alfred was thinking he could sneak a quarterback by here, but uh, I was going to let it happen. So now I have three of the top four quarterbacks in the class. Um. Not good for yeah, us. Yeah, Arnold, I, I'm starting to fall on him a little bit, but he's still a really good talent, really mobile guy. Uh, our right arm, I've kind of fallen off on that part too a little bit recently, but he's accurate. He showed out the lead 11, and he has good NFL upside. So especially in, you know, what are we, late second round tier, I'll uh, take that. I He was circled. I mean, I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to get Jackson Arnold. I'm fine with that. Uh, well, yes, you thwarted me. Um, shoot. I'm, I'm a little shaken here. Hold on a second. Um, you know, by my numbers, and I think this guy's maybe rated a little bit lower than, um, some other people would have him, but by my numbers, Amari and Peterson is, is one of my favorite guys. Uh, I'm going to take him here. He's a big uh fast looking running back i think he's got some some lateral agility and some some twitch to him and uh you know he's very interesting to me i'm gonna actually look real quick i think he, it's not oklahoma is it i should know usc that. usc oh we're just sticking with usc but yeah so um he's you know he's pushing 200 pounds over 200 pounds he just looks blazing fast and again at least on the college side and investing in that offense is like going to do good things for you. So I have no problem just taking him here, even though he's 24 seven composite running back 21. Um, but I have him pretty high. So I'm going to take him. All right. I'm going to go with um, a running back headed to UCLA, Roderick Robinson. He's one of the, um, you know, I, I really like the guy I grabbed first. Um, I definitely like Baxter. I got Richard Young, and then I'm gonna add. This is this is these are like the th my top three probably at this point. And um, Robinson just keeps rising for me because he's been in insanely productive against pretty good competition in California. He's averaging uh, like 14 yards per carry as a senior. Um, he's pretty explosive for a guy who's nearly he's 235 around there, and he we have him hitting like 20.5 miles per hour, which is pretty good. Um, you know, he can break tackles. And I saw him live at um, the Elite 11, and he actually is a really good hands catcher too, which which surprised me. And the fit at UCLA is pretty good too. You could see him producing just like, you know, a Zach Charbonnet type player. So I, uh, I like Roderick. Yeah, I think that's a great call. I mean, I think he is – I mean, Charbonnet's shown a little pass catching at 220 pounds. So, I mean, if anything's like a bigger Charbonnet, I think that's actually pretty spot on. All right, I think I'm going to go with Dontavious Braswell here, 
running back, South Carolina, my RB3. I knew neither of you were going to take him, so I had plenty of time there. Um, you know, South Carolina has been a little bit cursed at running back the last few years. They haven't really been able to get together that well, you know. Um, he could definitely come in and get a spot. Um, I just think he's a really, really talented mover. He has a 10-7, 100-meter. He moves really good laterally, really explosive playmaker. You can catch. Uh, he just put up, I think, what was a five-touchdown game, two, over 200 yards this season, or, uh, in the game. Um, and yeah, I, I just think he's really good. He has a chance to really blow up. He has really high NFL upside. Yeah, we're shooting from the hip here, shooting deep. Um, just taking the guys we like. I think that that's perfectly fine. But yeah, like you said, he's your running back three, even though he is buried a little bit on the 24 seven and just like, you know, Peterson for me. Um, all right, I got to take a quarterback here. I'm going to go friend of the show. You know, I had to take him. Avery Johnson, give me the the Superman from Mays, Kansas. Um, you know, if you haven't looked at his basketball highlights, do that yet. He, I mean, he's just, he's an incredible athlete. He's shown a lot of really good quarterback skills as well. He's not simply an athlete running around out there, but he can run around. He's just very, very high upside. We'll see what happens. Uh, but we're looking at Adrian Martinez right now in that Kansas state offense. So he is headed to Kansas state and Adrian Martinez cannot throw and he's still running for like 200 yards a game, four touchdowns. Um, Johnson can do that. Plus I'm confident he can absolutely throw the ball about five times better than Adrian Martinez. Um, and so I think there's, you know, it's, we don't traditionally think of Kansas state as a quarterback powerhouse, but I think this could break the mold here. We could have a special guy, Avery Johnson. So give me, I think he is my like quarterback four or five. So it's not that far off, but I'm just going to take him anyway. I want him on my team. All right, David. I'm going to go with a bit of a wild card here. Cause I feel like I need another quarterback. So I'm taking, I'm going to, I feel like we're at a, at a stage where I, you know, the NFL upside is questionable at this point, but so I am going to go with Nico Ayamalieva because I love the spot. I love the landing spot at Tennessee, like that system in general. It's a one read super spread system. You know, a lot of, a lot of, they get a lot of super athletic receivers that, you know, they're going to win on the outside one-on-one. -on -one. All I have to do is loft it up there, throw it like 60 yards downfield. And all of a sudden, I mean, you got a huge stat pattern there. So I just like the system. I like his tools. Um, I don't think we like him as much as the services do at campus of Canton, but I do like him to produce, produce on the college level. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. Uh, he should be just chucking it deep to those guys. That is an incredibly fertile uh, fantasy offense for sure. Matt, you're up. All right. I think I'm going to go with Cam Seldon, running back slash wide receiver of Tennessee here. Uh, he is the most freakish athlete in this class, 6'2", 220, could run over 22 miles per hour, uh, really good track times to back it up. Just a super explosive player, a really raw player, though, and we don't know really where or what role he's going to have at Tennessee yet. But just the, the upside, the athletic upside is too enticing not to take him, especially, you know, late back end of the second here. So I, I think that's a pretty value. 
Yeah, no doubt. Um, all right, so I got my QB. This will be the last pick that we'll do tonight. Um, I got my QB. I probably should take more. Um, there's just not a lot that I'm too interested in. Probably would wait a little bit later in real life, so I will do that here as well. And I'm going to take a guy here just based on upside. And, you know, I think like David said, at this point, NFL, you know, we can't be super confident. Um, these guys are going to be locks for the NFL, high picks. So I'm just going to take a guy who his tape is awesome. Uh, there's a lot of other red flags, but hopefully Brian Hartline can get him in line. That's Noah Rogers uh, going to Ohio State. And, you know, he, he flashes some of the some of the most impressive stuff, but then there are some issues with, you know, maybe focus, maybe intensity, every single play in and out. Um, but I'm going to defer to Brian Hartline. I mean, the guy has just been a wizard taking guys with the lone exception maybe of Julian Fleming. Everybody else who's gone to Ohio State in the last two or three years has just been phenomenal. So, yeah. Give me Noah Rogers. I like what I see on tape. I'm gonna trust that Brian Hartline knows what he's doing here, um, and we're gonna we're gonna do that on on pure upside here. So that does it. Let's let's recap the first two the uh, first two rounds of a 2023 uh, draft here. We'll go quickly through the first. Uh, Cedric Baxter going to Texas, running back. Malachi Nelson, QB USC. Zachary Branch, wide receiver USC. Dante Moore, QB Oregon. Arch Manning, QB Texas, Justice Haynes, running back Alabama, Jonte uh, Cook, wide receiver Texas, Ruben Owens, running back Louisville, Jurian Dickey, wide receiver Oregon, Richard Young, running back Alabama, Makai Lemon, wide receiver USC, Deuce Robinson, tight end, maybe USC, but un undetermined right now. And then the second round was Brandon Innes, wide receiver headed to USC, Jalen Hale, wide receiver headed to Alabama. Uh, DeAndre Moore, wide receiver, un, uh, uncommitted right now. Malik Benson, wide receiver, headed to Alabama, and he has a JUCO transfer. Stabbed me in the back. Jackson Arnold went to Matt. QB headed to Oklahoma. I took uh, Marion Peterson, uh, running back, headed to USC. Then uh, David went Roderick Robinson, running back, headed to UCLA. Dontavious Braswell went, running back, headed to South Carolina. Uh, Avery Johnson, QB, headed to Kansas State. Uh, Nico Iamaleva, uh, QB, headed to Tennessee. So first Tennessee. And then Matt, I somehow didn't write down. Who was that second to last pick you made? Um, this is great radio. Braswell, maybe? Did Dante? No, Braswell no. went before. Took Braswell. Took... Oh, man. I don't know. Kind of, it wasn't we'll have to do some editing. Seldon was my last pick. It was Seldon. That's who it was. Cam Seldon. Oh, you said second to last pick. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it is the second to last pick, but it was your oh, last pick. Oh, yeah. I took Cam. All right. Okay. Seldon headed to Tennessee. So we had back to back Tennessee Vols. Um, and then I went with Noah Rogers, wide receiver, headed to Ohio State at the end of the second round there. And that just about does it. I think that was a. Pretty awesome first uh, first and second round. We'll have to see, you know, we'll do this again. And as we continue to go through guys, we'll find other guys who will rise for us, etc. cetera. Um, the quarterbacks will be interesting. I, I feel like there's a chance the second round quarterbacks could look different if we did this three months from now. So um, 
I think the top half of the quarterbacks are probably fairly set in stone. The top half of the first round is probably not going to move too much, but I think there's definitely some room for change as we go on. So we'll do this again in a few months. Um, We'll do it again after signing day, but I think checking in on, on the temp check on these guys is a pretty good exercise. So thanks to Matt for, for bringing that up. And uh, that was fun. Any final parting thoughts? How do you like your teams? Is there anything I'll put it this way. Is there anything anybody wish they would have done? I know there's one thing I wish I would have done differently. I think everyone's going to love Matt's team. No. Yeah, I think I made out like a band. We, we let Matt get art. He got Arch Manning, Malachi Nelson and Jackson Arnold. So we're going to get shit on probably everyone's going to love Matt's team. That's okay. Yeah, we'll have to throw this out on Twitter and stuff to see who likes the these uh, these teams that were. You guys playing. thought you had the strategy at first. No, I mean my thing. I just should have taken Arnold sooner. I just I thought he'd keep falling, but uh, I should have taken Arnold when I took DeAndre Moore. Like that's that's my big mistake. I think I would have loved to have an Arnold in there. Uh, I still would have taken Avery Johnson, but I would have liked to have both. Um, so yeah, all right. We'll throw it up on Twitter. Like and subscribe to this channel. Thank you for joining us for our 2023 freshman mock draft. This has been The Official.